Oh man, it's like... really been an amazing week. Yeah, just a lot of soul searching and a lot of like finally realizing a lot of my negative messages where they come from. And also seeing my own like my own shortcomings and my own places. I'm, I'm getting more in touch with my emotions, so I'm seeing more when they appear and what triggers them. And it's interesting, <laughs> sometimes embarrassing. I'm super proud of myself for the discipline, though, because holy shit, it took a long time for me I don't know if I'm slow or what but it's so weird so I use a lot of Bible references because I was just really into that I thought it was the only way so I was just finding as much out as I could And then when I started realizing that God was bigger than my understanding and had to be bigger than the Bible and that there were things in the Bible that, you know, when you study it enough, you just start to realize, look, there are contradictions. There are things that don't make sense. There are things that are influenced a bit more by tradition than they are by literal textual rendering or generic, you know, non-biblical, historic customs and whatever. So you started to see a little bit more of that. And for me, what happened was all of this Trump bullshit really helped me see that I was never part of this thing that... uh, claims to be religious and behind Trump. Um, And I don't hate Donald Trump. I want to be very clear about that. I used to struggle with that. But one of the things that I work on constantly is if there's anybody I don't like or anybody that I, you know, especially if I feel like I could slip and say, I hate that motherfucker. You know, if there's anybody like that, I really want to work on it. And so I've done that with Donald Trump, but it was work. <laughs> it's usually really easy for me. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> I realized that, you know, he's got a personality and coming to be compassionate and, and to feel, you know, love, the kind of love I feel for for strangers and beggars and you know sad kids at the park and puppies um it's like this loving compassion and when I learned to have that with him and 
he's a lot like a family member and this family member is also like really into you know they swim in the same pool along with the church and you know I just see now where back looking at the church where I didn't fit in because I never fit in because a lot of the church is really not about Jesus or Christ or God or what it means to be holy it's just about conservatism it's about tradition not about the quest for like what is really going on why do I you know why do I do stuff I don't want to do all the time you know like the whole idea of sin just made sense to me because I was like I'm always doing shit I don't want to do like how what's going on that's you know I didn't take it as offensive or whatever you know what and I can't I just don't even know if I ever believed in hell I feel like I definitely did but I can't even remember being in that mindset anymore I kind of wish that I could just to remember like wow how was I justifying that in accordance with this feeling that I've always had that God is just this loving mystery just so far beyond what we can conceive of you know it's like imagine if you could imagine like what a rat thinks you know you could think like a rat and then there's a rat listening to Einstein or you know lecture or he's watching some craftsman work it's like you know the rat I don't know that it would really sit and just recognize the craft or the intelligence or the beauty of you know of the human endeavor like I do and I feel like that's what God is like too where God is just so different than what I can freaking think about but whatever it is it's got to be love like I think the, the most literal verse in the whole Bible is God is love and my my favorite verse is the earth is the Lord's and everything in it the world and all those within that's a cool verse man and if you just ugh, read the Bible without the assumption of all this devil hell bullshit because it is complete bullshit It's so ridiculous that people take it that way. Ugh. In my head, I just said freaking idiots. And I hated that I'm still saying mean things to people in my head. I'm so close to, like, not doing it. Because it used to be just a, it would be a tirade. But it was just once, and I caught it. But all of this stuff, all of this in my head stuff is what I've been working on forever is like what do I really believe who am I really and 
I just recently found out how much of an extrovert I am. How easily I just can be controlled by other people. That I don't think they do it on purpose. Like, I don't, I don't think they realize the impact it has on me. I think they just think they're giving advice or they're yelling or they think I'm an idiot. But for me, the way I receive it is really very impactful and it's super deep and I feel it like in my stomach a lot and it's almost like it's so weird it's like um, imagine being in a, a zombie movie right and you're the actor who is becoming a zombie you know like imagine like why did I use it that way I did, that's what's coming to my mind though that's just the illusion that came to my mind is if you're in this movie and you're the actor trying to imagine what it would be like to become a zombie where you actually like lose your mind you know oh I forgot where I was going with this analogy because I'm too freaking tired I was going somewhere really cool with some realization I've had recently about sort of just being able to see my mind and see my actions really fast and be in touch with my feelings. Oh, yeah, this gut thing I was thinking about. Yeah, um, I just have this crazy feeling in my gut sometimes, and it's uh, it feels to me like fear, but what I'm starting to realize is it's more like... If someone's unhappy with me, I just know instantly. And it makes me super uncomfortable. And I don't know why this is. Like, both of my parents have pretty uh, strong personalities. And, like, you know, their parenting style was very much uh, top down. <laughs> My parenting style is very much side by side with my child. My parents are very top down. And even now, they're still both pretty top down. No, they're both super top down. And um, I, I'm just realizing and just letting go very recently, able to see it all, how much I still was controlled by a fear that mom and dad would be disappointed in me. Now, I don't know if everyone has this or not. Maybe this is what the whole joke is about Freud, you know, you know, tell me about your mother. Maybe that, maybe that there's something to all that stuff. This was a lot of it for me. And it's really weird, man, because... You know, something's happened in the last you know, week or two that is just like it's literally like being in the movie and I already fought the dragon, I slayed the dragon and this is where, you know, I got the magic elixir and my energy's coming back. 
and I, I opened this door and it, you know, there's my treasure and my family and my friends or, you know, my town. I feel like I'm right there. Like just ready to come out. Really freaking tired. I need to rest. But back from the battle and able to be me, you know, and a lot of the battle is just being me. And yeah, like just there are certain relationships in my life that are needed to really process like, man, I had like anger or frustration or, the, you know, like I said with my parents, these people I had really weird control. There were other people like that. And I just learned enough about personality and the way we are unconscious and how it all works and able to see my own triggers that I'm just sort of not free from it, but at peace with it, with my way of processing and not being so mad about it and not being so focused on trying to fix it, but maybe just be aware of it. And yeah, I think that changing of my focus to the things that I want to discover more about myself rather than what I think other people need or want from me. Because I've discovered that I'm honestly, I think I'm pretty good at it. I think I'm well above average. I'd say um, it, you know, 30 to 40% accuracy, you know, only because I think most people are only at like 10% accuracy of really getting it right of someone else's pattern or intention or kind of what's their glitch, you know, like the advice they need. Um, so I totally understand that I screw up most of the time, but with that being said, I'm pretty good at it. And I've just been able to turn that, that flashlight on myself and figure out a way to sort of envision in my mind that it, it all works. And now it's really weird because I'm having all these experiences that feel so magical that when it started, it scared me. It literally scared me. I just, I know I rambled a bunch, but I'm super tired and I'm high. But here's what I've discovered in my 53 years or something. I think I'm 53. I'm, I'm 53, give or take a year. I can say that with 98% accuracy. <laughs> but in the last week, every day something intense happened. And on many days, multiple intense things. And this trip was all about me, like, coming back and did I live a great life? And already the answer is yes, because I feel so successful as an educator. 
And that was my career, what I did for money. And I, you know, I I only did it for money because I had to have money. Like, I would have done it for free if I could have. I just loved it. It wasn't work. The stupid paperwork is work. And dealing with the stupid meetings and all that bullshit was work. But mentoring kids into themselves was my joy. Very selfish. And also at the same time, I got to see so many people like at that weird age where they're breaking away from mom and dad and seeing who they want to become and trying on different versions of their ego and they a lot of them would come to me with questions and we would have serious talks and teenagers are amazing so insightful so self-aware and it's what I needed, you know, I needed to hear all of those things to learn how to cut my own strings. It's amazing how connected I was to mommy and daddy still. Just, you know, just a month ago, but especially like, wow, two years ago, I couldn't even see it. I was still like mad at them for, <laughs> for my imagined wrongings you know for really it was just my dissatisfaction with them i felt like they judged me but i was judging them in a way too but to work on all of this stuff and then to have this incredible week where every single day something else makes me more aware that god is good and on my side And of course, there's no stupid devil or hell. I like the way Ram Dass says it. Death is like taking off a shoe that's just a little too tight. I think that's what it's going to be like. So when you're not afraid of death and you're not afraid of life, that's when you're free. And I know I'm going to have all kinds of crazy crap come back to me and get me out of this awareness, get me out of this state, get me out of some of the practices that I keep trying to start and I have such a difficult time and I don't know why. But tonight, I'm going to take my own advice that I give another family member. And I'm going to close my eyes and just not look at my phone again, even if I wake up. And I am going to set an alarm and wake up and do yoga. And I'm going to journal just about what happened since I landed here in in Florida for my super reunion was Rob Schwartz's life 
meaningful? Am I proud of it? I really think the answer is yes. But one more obstacle of someone I mentored and I really love and I think that I hurt his feelings maybe. But it's also possible he's just super introverted and um, uh, and I've just been so worried of, of offending him that I don't reach out and then I, you know, it's, there's all this distance, but I create it myself. I think I run from people when I feel shame. And maybe I'm creating a lot of the distance between me and other people. Um, yeah. Because I love this guy. And he's one of the people who I'm most proud of in my life. Uh, I have a pretty big collection there, starting with my two kids at the top. They share first place. But holy shit, the platform for second place is humongous. <laughs> and that is what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to put it into service to show kids love, to help them wrestle with their own blind spots, their own fear, their own faith and doubt, love and hate. And do the work to find out who they really are. And to be the best possible version of themselves. And most of all, this is actually the most important thing. And to love what they see in the freaking mirror. Because that was super hard for me to do for so long. So long. 50, probably not 53 years how old I am. Because I bet my first year or something. You know, I think we all come out of the shoot pretty much like that. But then the world teaches us that we also have responsibilities to make them happy. Some people over overdo those lessons. And uh, mom and dad accidentally did a bunch of dumb stuff when they were just dealing with their stuff. They didn't know how to help you deal with your stuff. And yeah, all parents that really stopped and think about it. If they think the kids are screwed up or the parents are screwed up, a really good parent knows that all, <laughs> a lot of what they did was just carry that bucket from mom and dad to the kids. Like you're just as guilty as your mom and dad or your kids, whoever you might be frustrated with or struggle to have a good relationship with. 
maybe I should say. You don't accept them. You want them to change. You think that the world would be better. Your life and their life would be better if they were different. But I've discovered that that is actually a lack of love. It's trying to use a person rather than love a person. It's making someone a resource rather than having a relationship. It's completely fucked up. And I think we all do it. And we do it in different ways. And I think a lot of people figured it out. And I think I figured out a lot of stuff. How to like mix it together. It's all kind of pointing a direction and I hope to write a book soon about it. But I'm still busy healing my body. Because we have the power and the wisdom and the resources available to us to do that. Because God is good. I know there's all kinds of crazy shit in the world that we don't prefer. and We think it's terrible and evil and sad. And there's things that I think are terrible and evil and sad. But at the same time, I think there's things that are beautiful and amazing and good. And I'm just trying in my own life to be the source of as much good as possible. And anything in my life that I see that distracts me from good As the Zoroastrians used to say, or still say, uh, good words, good deeds, good thoughts, I think. Uh, look it up, though. It's really cool. But yeah, it's like really, I'm just trying to be there to not be negative, not be in fear. Just always look for the way my wife says it the opportunities instead of the obstacles. And man, once you do that, it's like following breadcrumbs and then the trail just gets more and more dense. And it's so easy to go from miracle to miracle. You just have to trust for a while when they're far apart. That's like the beginning of the trail. And then it gets closer and closer, 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 closer. And pretty soon you're just walking on the ground's just covered. Just covered. With beauty. You'd be standing in a dirty alley. Full of trash. And you still realize I'm standing in beauty. You can be. In a delivery room. You can be. In the emergency room with everyone around you so scared and putting tubes and needles and everything and still be you're so happy so at peace because you know your life was good 
And you were also able to get to a point where you were able to kind of course correct all the time. It's like being, like the Bible says, like being awake or a new creation. And this creation isn't so confused by its own motivations. Like I don't say, why the heck did I do that? I can kind of see why I do stuff now. I still do it sometimes, but a lot of times I see it and I go, oh, that's that automatic reaction. I was just about to react and I can stop it. And it's just a cool feeling. So yeah, this is getting way too long. I rambled a lot, but I also just realized a lot. I'm just so happy with my life. I'm so happy I met Coco Serrano, my very strange and beautiful wife. And I'm so glad that my kids are living the lives that they want to live. I guess we all are. And if you're not living the life you want to live, that's your fault. It's your fault. Which is good news, because that means you can fix it. I love you guys. Thanks world for everything.